Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Train Other Trump Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Bangs Training and Apparel. Today, I'm bringing you an amazing guest speaker, and I cannot wait to introduce her. But if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, I am honored and happy to have you here. This is going to be a podcast where you get the ins and outs when it comes down to health and fitness. You want to learn more about training, nutrition, mindset, powerlifting, whatever it is, you're going to find it here on the podcast because we bring on amazing guest speakers in every different type of sport that have gone through dramatic transformations who are the elite in their sport and just everything overall when it comes down to health and fitness. And this is going to be a podcast for you if you're looking for answers to your questions and if you just want to get freaking inspired to start your journey or get past an obstacle in your life and your mind right now. Um, I am honored to, to always come up on here and talk to you guys. I'm always so excited to hop on this mic and give you the best of the best. Um, and today we're doing that. All right. But before we hop into the podcast, um, I got a few things I want to share with you on. Number one, leaving a five star review, ladies and gentlemen, truly does help me get this podcast out there to all those people who are wanting to find an amazing podcast to have their questions answered, get inspired and motivated, find a place to get educated on their body health, nutrition, training, how to get their progress that they want for their body and health. You're going to help them find this podcast just that much faster. Not only that, when you leave a five star review, you're going to help me get feedback from the guys and girls tuning in around the world. I want to learn more about you. I want to, I want to see what you're what kind of value you're grabbing how we can make this podcast better for you that's what we want to do we are here to serve you guys and give you the best knowledge education want to give you the best motivation inspiration so that you can go out there and implement and take action towards your goals and health and when it comes down to all the amazing partnerships that we've created over the span of i think 18 months we've had this podcast for about 18 19 months over this span, okay, this time span, we have created amazing partnerships with outstanding companies. And you can check all the partnerships out and all the amazing benefits and advantages that you get just by listening to the podcast over on our website, trainhardliftron.com forward slash partnerships. Or you can just head over to the, the uh, website and you can click the little tab that says partnerships and boom, there you go. But our latest and newest and pretty freaking cool partnership that we just created with Flex Pro Mills, um, an amazing meal prepping service that literally you go onto the website, you pick what you want, and it shows up on your doorstep within 48 hours. It's incredible. It takes away all the hard crap you got to do, the the cooking, the prepping, the getting your containers, and then doing the dishes. Once I was like, once I found out, yo, you don't got to do dishes. All you got to do is put this in the microwave, heat it up, and throw it away. Oh my goodness, I was sold. That was it for me because I hate dishes. So if you head over to Flex Pro Mills and use promo code TRAINHARD, it'll save you 20% off your purchase, and you can enjoy all the amazing, outstanding foods that they have on their menu. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Let's hop in, and I'm honored to introduce you, Ainsley Parrish. That people that are influencers, fitness influencers, competitors, people that um, share their fitness journey a lot on social media. Do you think that they would still be doing what they do if there was no social media? Hey everyone, Coach Matt here and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers and people who have gone through dramatic transformations and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another amazing episode here on the Train on Livershop podcast. I am your host, Coach Matt, and amazing guest speaker today, Ainsley Parrish. What's up, Ainsley? Hi. How you doing? Good. That's good. That's good. I'm, I'm actually really, really excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm uh, really actually like honored to be here. Yeah. This is, uh, have you been on a podcast before? No, but I listen to them all the time. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And right now you were just talking about you wanted to do uh, what, uh, wine and workouts? Uh, wine and weights. Wine and weights. That's why. Okay. Let us Girls know night. who would like to, to drink wine and listen to a podcast all at the same time. It's like the, the, it's like the perfect combination. And we do tons of other stuff, too. Yeah. That's so cool. I think I, I found you because of... So we have, like, a, this other uh, page on Instagram that's called Fitness Houston, right? Uh-huh. Um, and I think they put you on the story, uh-huh. and I clicked you, and that's how I found you. Okay. I was wondering how you found me. Yeah. That's how I found you. That's so cool. um, And then I looked into your stuff, and I was like, oh, my God, this girl's pretty cool. So then, um, yeah, so now she's here. And then, uh, <laughs> so for everyone listening who doesn't know who you are, our current listeners, future listeners... Can you give like a nice little background story on uh, just how you got to who you are today? Okay. Um, so I did gymnastics growing up, mm-hmm. and that's a great base for a lot of reasons. And then um, ended up having some injuries and then went into the cheerleading route and then went to school at Texas State, cheered at Texas State, um, finished that, and then I felt like I needed something else. So I was like, okay, what else? So I tried out for um, a hip-hop team for the San Antonio Spurs. And um, I ended up making it, and I didn't really know (laughs) what I got myself into. Uh And it was a lot. I was still really young. I think I was like 19 or 20. And um, driving from like, I didn't realize also how many games basketball players have. Yeah, like how it's like back to back? Like three nights a week. Dude, that's nuts. Yeah. So I don't know. I I didn't finish my season, but so then I was like, okay, I'm going to focus on school and my next big venture is to try out for the Houston Texans. And then, so that audition came up and then I tried out, um, 1500 girls ended up making the team and that you made the team there too. Yes. And so I did that, um, for a season. It was the year that Super Bowl was in Houston. Uh It was a great, um, experience, but I noticed that my daily, um, just like life was not something I was happy with. I felt very out of control with how I spent my time when I did what I did. Everything from like what I looked like, how I acted was all under someone else's control and being in like the spotlight of Mm -hmm. Houston, I guess like you kind of have to conform to that image. And I didn't have a whole lot of time for fitness. I was like always on call and I just, wasn't happy and so i i asked them originally if i was able to compete when i was doing that experience they said no for obvious reasons you know i'd look too different whatever so whenever obviously you're there on the team you have to look a specific way yeah and they they enforce that yeah they even say like um at tryouts like what the the car we buy off the lot today Mm. is what we want to be driving through the rest of the season so they kind of give that Uh, okay okay what you look like that day Mm. and it's funny because I, so that experience taught me a lot because I like prepped myself. I didn't even realize I was like doing a prep basically for that audition. Mm -hmm. Like I was calculating everything, macros, everything down to that increasing cardio, da, 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 volume, all of that. And, um, 
I wasn't even thinking about it like it was a prep. I okay, was like okay. just getting ready for this. Yeah. And that experience really made me um, a lot more confident in – it made me a lot more self-conscious mm-hmm. and less confident in a lot of ways. But it did teach me that if you really, really like – can envision and see yourself and believe in yourself to the point where you have that clear vision of where you want to be. I'm talking down to like the lights in the room and everything. the people, everything, the detail that you really can do it. Cause yeah. it wasn't even like if I make the team, it was, I was like, when I'm making the team, right. when I'm a cheerleader, right. when I, I was already planning ahead next year, I was canceling everything. It was going to be, I was going to be in season games practice. That was my, I knew that was what I was going to be doing. Right. And then I made it, and um, it was kind of disappointing, like, the way that it was portrayed versus uh-huh. the reality of, like, uh, what it was. And right. It was such, like, a buzzkill. <laughs> okay. That I was like, for real? Like, like this, this is, is really real? what it is, like, behind the scenes. Right. Um, and then I just finished out my year, and I was like, I want to put myself back into fitness like I was before. I never mm. felt better, like, preparing for that experience right. versus being in it. And I was like, I want to compete. And so I basically just started competing immediately after, after that. that. And then that's been it's been five years now. Damn. Mm-hmm. So did you – you didn't compete prior to no. any of those things. Okay, so after all that was said and done, then that's when you started doing competing. Did you go right into bikini? Yeah. How many – like, did you just go back-to-back, like, competition after competition? So I finished – Texans 2017, and then um, I shortly was like, okay, I'm competing. So I picked a show, did like the 12-week prep because I thought that's just <laughs> what you did. I was like, you compete. It's 12-week prep. Yeah. Always, always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so I did that, and then I did bikini, and I placed in top five for show, which was awesome. And at the time, you were nationally qualified if you were top yeah. five in the open. And right. then recently, they switched it to the top two. Uh-huh. Um, but... I did that, and then I kind of – it was kind of funny because I was just talking to, like, a posing client earlier. Um, I think a lot of first-timers, especially in bikini, they think that you can, like, get up there and, like, throw your hair and your sass around and, like – Like, just look pretty, basically. Yeah, right, 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 right. And um, I think I tried to do that a little bit in my first show, like, coming right off of, like, such a big platform, like uh-huh. the Houston Texans cheerleaders. And then like, oh, putting I got myself it. on a bikini yeah, stage. Yeah. yeah, Like, I thought I had... I always knew, I, like, I had good potential, but, like, my physique then is literally night and day to what it is now. Really? Like, oh, yeah. Like, every... All the curves, all the muscle has been built. And it's been with intent and purpose through the training, through the years. And I thought on the first time, I could just kind of throw my hair around, look pretty, do the Texans walk. I definitely had, like, the stage uh-huh. appeal, whatever. But I knew, like, I saw the girls beating me first place, second place, and I was like, wow, okay, I really got to, like, go pack on some muscle. I got to yeah. get down. I got to train harder. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to be more focused in off-season. It's not just, like, I'm going to do 12 weeks of dieting. Yeah, that's it. Because it's not that. It, right. it really is bodybuilding still in bikini. It's oh, absolutely. It's specific bodybuilding part mm-hmm. right yeah you know, the 100 like yes no. so whenever you so whenever you first went onto uh onto stage the very first time what was like some of the things that you knew that you had to fix and like how did you approach those physically or like stage appearance posing wise we'll do let's do physically physically yeah so physically i knew um I actually got into working out and like lifting specifically my senior year in high school. 
I had gone from doing gymnastics to hurting myself to taking out a huge volume of my training 40 hours a week to like just high school cheerleading. Right. Lost all my muscle, all of it. Same, dude, muscle, muscle atrophy is fast. Very, very, very fast. Yeah. And um, I was, I'm naturally so very sad. Like lean. Right. Not, not even lean. Lean is a term of body fat now. I look at it like that. Right. I was just skinny. And I knew it was a huge self-conscious thing for me. Like feeling like I was once like this like athlete. And then all of a sudden like I'm just like a skinny girl. And I was a flyer. So I had to be like fairly right. white, etc. Flyer is the one that goes. Right. Okay. But I, I hated the way I looked. And I would get made fun of like do do I have an eating disorder? Because I was just so naturally tiny. Right, right, right. And that... But you didn't. No. But people no. Would, would say that you did. They would ask me. I don't know if they were just picking fun and trying to be right, rude right, right. or if they were genuinely... Concerned. concerned. Or something. Right, right, right. I don't feel like I ever looked like that, but I uh-huh. was very tiny. What about when you look back now? Do you think like, oh my gosh. I know. I mean, like I said, everything that I've had has been built. Yeah. Like I was always just tiny and I knew going into like bodybuilding... I knew for a bikini, obviously, glutes was a huge thing. Like, I look back at my pictures, and I'm like, wow, I, like, have no butt. Like, <laughs> and it's funny, because, like, you think you have a butt, and then you take 10, go down to 10% body uh-huh. fat, and you're like, where did it go? Yeah. <laughs> so, you really realize, like, how much, like, where you have curves and where you don't, when right. you don't have any body fat. Right, right, So, I knew, like, I needed to build my glutes. That's, I still, that's my biggest thing right now, too. Yeah, yeah. All, <laughs> it I feel like it, stops. Yeah, I feel like it always, <laughs> exactly, it always does. And um, so it's so cool that you have the uh, experience of building. Um, I, I'm very much the same as you. I was very uh, – well, it was weird. I was like a chunky – not like a chunky kid, but I had like – I was a chunky like kid whenever I was I think like 9 to like 11. I was like a little bit chunkier. But then I got really skinny because I grew like 4 inches. And then – um, that's when I was super thin all the way to like high school until I started to get into weightlifting. Cause I started training when I was 13. That's when I touched weights for the first time. But, um, it initially started because I wanted to get bigger. I wanted to get stronger and faster. Mm-hmm. I was like always in, in basketball, football. Um, I played a bunch of sports, but I never looked athletic. And oh, yeah. whenever I got into the court or something, I was always a kid that got pushed around all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't like that. So, yeah. so I didn't know how to use my body really. Right. So I wanted to learn how to do that. So I did. And from, sophomore year well freshman year summer to sophomore year all the way to senior year i put on i went from 132 to about 185 but it was like obviously wow. newbie gains a and a lot of taco yeah, bell newbie gains is where it's at. yeah dude <laughs> and it was like a lot of taco bell because i had taco bell every day before we went to the gym um and then we'd go to the gym and I, when i went home it was like yeah i just <laughs> ate a bunch of junk basically but i just so i just got big there's no definition nowhere right, right. but um so i know how it feels like to be a thin person and try to build and nowadays people always want the opposite people are like heavier and they want to lose weight so when it comes down to understanding how a thin person feels trying to put on there's no empathy and people don't think for us too you know yeah i mean there was times for sure where i was just like oh my god like Like, it's never gonna happen yeah i just felt so defeated like eating so many calories and like putting your Putting yourself to a place where, like, you physically don't feel comfortable anymore in your skin, but you're putting that aside because you're like, I have to do this in order to get Mm. to where I'm going. Mm. And I feel like that's something as a competitor that's really hard to, like, deal with. And 
I mean, I would be lying if I said, like, competing hasn't given me a little bit of, like, body dysmorphia at times because you do get, like, those prep goggles Oh, absolutely, I'm, yeah. You know, and you're like, I'm lean, but I need to be leaner. Well, <laughs> and like, plus you're being judged. Yeah. It's not performance-based. On solely physically, too. That's it. That's they, it. They don't even know who I am. They don't even look at your face. No. When you walk out, unfortunately. I know. They're like, all right, just turn around. Exactly. Just go through your poses. You got a few seconds, I'll get off. Exactly. Yeah. So it's super subjective, but I mean... And honestly, like, bodybuilding has really been, like I said, like, it was always very aesthetically driven for me. Like, when I go to, into the gym, I'm going with an aesthetic, physical purpose and goal. Mm-hmm. Like, there are days where I'm like, I, I do, I work out and I do my thing and I'm not really focusing on a plan and I'm just focusing on the breathing and, 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 and like, the wellness aspect and don't get me wrong, that part is great, but... I feel like you have to have, like, a goal. Like, if your goal is, like, I just want to go in the gym and feel good, that's great. That's great. You know what I mean? Then, you know, go do your thing. Like, get in tune with yourself. But I feel like with bodybuilding, there's always something that you can be a little bit better on. Oh, absolutely. And so that is what the whole appeal is for me, really. Like, the wellness side comes along with it. But as far as when I go into the gym, I'm there with a purpose. I'm there... Um, with a very specific goal. I don't like to be bothered. I really look at it as like, this is this is my job. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Right. Today is like, this is my job. Like, put your phone away. Yeah. Give it 100%. Mm-hmm. Don't just go through the motions. And that's something that I'm really trying to go through this prep on is focusing every single day with intent. Mm-hmm. Like, because you can look, you can just live and if you don't have a very specific goal, then you just, like, go through days and then you look back on, like, this period of time and you're like, what was I doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I totally understand. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I agree. So I'm trying to make every day, like, did I really, like, empty my tank today? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are days that you don't, but um, you have to enjoy the process, too. And so you have to kind of just look at it, like, day by day instead of, like so far ahead because you can't control that you just have to control what's happening right, right now. now yeah right now that's you know what i was i was watching a uh andy frisilla um podcast and he had this navy seal on but i forgot his name and he said that yeah. he said um he did a the 100 miler the race right mm-hmm. and he said that it was him and some other dude and that guy told him and he, he asked him like um hey how much how many more miles do we have left or something like that and then um, at that moment, he knew that he would he would win. And the other guy that asked him that question would lose because he's already thinking already ahead and he's not focused right now. Right. And he said that the biggest thing that helped him get through anything because he went through, um, you know, Navy SEAL school or whatever. And he did. He, I think he became an instructor too, and all this other stuff. But he um, dialed into what's happening in the moment because what happens later is not always going to be um, promised. Right. And it's kind of like this analogy that I think about. And it's like, if you have a hundred bricks. <laughs> as heavy as <laughs> days of prep. Okay. <laughs> if you just throw all the bricks together, they're only going to go so high. Mm-hmm. But if you take each brick and you carefully stack it on top of the next, it's going to go so much higher than the other pile. Right. And so it's kind of like just each brick at a time. Is that your analogy? Yeah, I just came up with that. Damn! <laughs> that was good! It just, like, came <laughs> in my mind when you said that, but it's, like, that's kind of what it is, though. It's, like, if you take, like, a pile of bricks, you throw them all on top of each other, they're going to go, like, this Which is high. a clump, yeah. Versus just 
Stacking. Carefully stack you know, each one. Dude, that's good. Yeah. You need you need to patent it. Or sign it off or something. Wine and wait. This people. is yeah. <laughs> it's analogies <coming> <laughs> at its finest. Uh analogies and alcohol. There's, there's oh, <laughs> I like that. Uh no, like and that's that. that's uh that's a beautiful way to put it, man. It's um and I feel like that's the biggest one of the biggest problems. So the main mission for my podcast is to simply inspire people to believe in themselves. And and enjoy the journey, right? Enjoy the process. And what you said, where um, if you you need to sp- specify your goal, right? So everyone needs to understand where they're at and where they're trying to go. And some people thrive off. I just want to feel good. And whenever they go in and they they want to feel good, they go into the gym with the purpose of feeling good. But they push themselves harder and harder to feel better. They're going to achieve something which then builds their confidence. If you're a competitor like yourself, you need to go in with a purpose, a specific goal that is tailored to you. My specific goal is different than yours. So everyone needs to go in with like a solid goal. goal. Everybody needs to know what what their goal is. Right. Because then where the hell are you going to go? Like you don't just hop in the car and drive somewhere. Like you got to know where you're going. Right. And even if you don't know where you're going, you know you're going to come back. Right. So eventually, you need to dial in onto what your goals are. Right. And it really doesn't have to be, like, anything huge. Like, and if you go back to, like, the brick analogy, like, so obviously for me, for example, like, the top of my bricks is going to be going pro. Mm -hmm. That's my goal this year. And that's my plan. And I'm hoping that it happens. I'm going to do everything I can to make it happen. But look at each brick. It's like, okay, so... Yeah, I want to go pro. How? What do I need to do? Right, because there's a, there's a lot of bricks in between exactly. that and that one, yeah. So, like, right now, it's, like, get quality good cardio sessions in every day. Make sure I'm, like, eating my meals and not anything else. Right. Like, for example, or whatever. It's, like, you know, just specifics like that. But, like, if you're a weight loss client, like, what is what is your goals this week? My goals is to not go over my calories. Mm-hmm. My goal is to get a gallon of water in every day Mm. like don't set your goal like at the top of your bricks and you're already down with like two bricks down like you're gonna fail Mm -hmm. because you do fail Mm -hmm. i failed i have friends that fail and they're still very successful but the difference is that you are realistic with yourself Mm. and that's the hardest part about i think fitness in general is because if you're if you're not, it's a, it is a lifestyle. It's a 24 oh, hour yes. thing, whether it's a competitor or not, mm-hmm, like what you're mm-hmm. doing outside of the gym affects the fitness lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You're going home every day and pounding a bottle of tequila. It's not the fitness lifestyle. Right, right, right. right. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's a huge shift for someone to be like getting into that. Mm-hmm. So it does take like some failing, some learning, patience, but like mostly being honest with yourself because at the end of the day, like, you're the only person putting in the work. Mm. Nobody cares what you're doing. Nobody cares how many times you're going to... No, that doesn't affect anyone else except for you. So just know, like, whatever you're doing and something that I like to remind myself when I'm feeling, like, weak or just, like, feeling like I have an intention to maybe go off plan a little bit or give myself some slack and not finish cardio or whatever. It's just, like, at the end of the day, you're putting in a lot of yourself, a lot of your effort, a lot of your heart soul and all that and for what for you to cheat on yourself like right. then don't do it right it's yeah. kind of like you're gonna go spend three hours a day in the gym and then you're gonna come home and ruin it by eating one cookie right yeah yeah it's like 
the only person you're cheating is yourself. Right. And once you realize, like, oh, I really am giving all of myself. Do I really want to do that and throw away every? It's like, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it comes, it comes to a point in time where it's like, it, this is why people become amazing competitors. This is why people, you know, break records. This is why people become the most elite people on the planet because that is what their mentality is, right? And and I like what you said, how it's like, no one cares. Those judges don't care whether or not you haven't, you know... They don't uh, care if you have three jobs. Yeah, they don't, they don't care, care if you're you, a full-time mom. They, they don't, don't care. care. None of that stuff matters. Same thing with anything else. CrossFit, that, those people don't care if you trained or not or if you even lost someone in the family. They, these things don't matter because it comes down to how much work you're willing to put in to be that best person or the best you you could possibly be whenever you go and compete in whatever it right. is. And that's the same shit whenever it comes down to a job. Right. People, these people are going to choose who best fits the job. Right. So, and people are, are going to. Nobody cares about your excuses. On, right. If you don't have a cart, then you can't come to job. To right. Work. Right, dude. And exactly, exactly. And and you know, and you can take this in every avenue of your life because, um, and I like how you said it, dude. Because it is, and I said I said this before. Actually, recently, like in the past few months, I've been saying exactly what you just said. Where it's, you know, no one cares mm-hmm. at all about anything that's going on in your life. Only. For you to come up and perform. That's right. it. And it's kind of funny that you say that because I was thinking about it and I was, I was thinking about this the other day. And I feel like I find myself lately like getting in these like fuck you moods yeah. where I'm just like fuck you right. to everyone. And I'm yeah, like, dude. But something that like came over me when I was, I was like thinking <laughs> to myself, I'm like, do you think that people that are influencers, fitness influencers, competitors, people that, um, share their fitness journey a lot on social media. Do you think that they would still be doing what they do if there was no social media? Oh, dude. My question is like, are you willing to work in the dark? Are you willing to be quiet and work all of what you do for that one day? To show up on that one day? Right. Or are you doing it subconsciously because you like how other people view what you're doing and you're not happy with what you're doing. You only find pleasure with what you're getting from other people that are watching it. Dude. You know what I'm saying? That's heavy ass shit right now. You just said, that's like exactly, that is such a good, I hope people listen to that one, dude. I hope people who listen that, that, um, you know, it's the same thing with finding happiness with us. Okay. Let's talk about like outside of fitness and health people. You're not going to be happy. If you don't find happiness with inside yourself, right. you can't find it. There's something else. Right. You can buy all the cars in the world, and it's not going to make you happy. You can have all the money in the world, but it's not going to make you happy. There's something that's going to make you happy, and that's finding happiness with inside yourself, right. being happy with yourself. And um, and it comes down to the same shit you just said. And and that's such a good question, man. And you know, I always thought about how to say it, but you said it perfectly, and that's exactly. That's such a good thing to wonder. I just like I I find I really I. And like, would you, my, would you do it without gratification? Like, would right. you do it without gratification? And, yeah, like, I don't know. I just, I was talking shit on Instagram, like, a few months ago about, like, how saturated, like, when it comes to fitness, it's just funny. It's just, if, if you're in the fitness realm, and I'm, like, I'm talking shit, but I'm, like, talking shit about myself, too. I'm noticing as I'm But saying. it's not controversial, because <laughs> you're still willing to do the shit that you need to do. But, you know, it go, this is what I'm trying to say. It's, like, fitness has become such a sales market it's like i'm a competitor boom boom and i coach right. buy my meal my buy right. my shit it's like right. i do this cha-cha, and i'm sponsored by this so buy. it's like it's become such a sales market it's that it's almost like who do you trust because everyone is something that's selling something else it's right. like do you know what i'm saying it's just 
and lately, the, I don't know, just the whole market has just seemed so, like, there is, fitness was once, like, do this, it makes you feel good, it's good for you, the health benefits, da-da-da-da-da. Now it's, like, buy this, and work out with me, and I can get you to do this with all these, fo- I don't know, I'm just, like, what is it about? Is it about, like, the social media, like, presence and, like, how powerful and good you feel when you post a good picture or is it getting that picture is it the grind or is it what the, is it that gratification what is end. it that's pulling everyone into it because sometimes i feel like it's so uh i don't know like it, it's viewed more so as like like trophied yeah layout yeah I, I get what you're saying you know absolutely and it's there's people out there who are grinding, hunting, and, and, and hustling for what they want, mm-hmm. and they're not telling anybody. Exactly. And, and those people usually are the ones that come out on top. Those are the people that created fucking Facebook, mm-hmm. or people who created Tesla. Those or, are the, yeah, those are the people that all these other people that are like out here, look at me, da, 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 and then they think they're going to get it, and then the other people that just swoop in in the dark of the night, and they're like, nah, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> this is my, this is my, it's been my. this from me. Uh-uh. No, dude, I read this, uh, this. I guess motivational quote, and it did, it stuck with me since the day I read it. And it was, if you want to achieve the things you want in life, sometimes you might just have to disappear for a little while. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, it's so true. Because if you solely, solely focus on something that you really want, especially when it comes down to health and fitness, dude, if, you are, if you're in a group of people and those people bring you no value in your life or bring you no sort of energy to improve yourself, but you have this little spark that wants to change, and you do it, then that means that you might have to break off with those people or you might have to disappear for a little bit and hustle for what you want and then come back and either make a decision to either be with those people still, maybe they will change, or to just cut it off completely. And and I think that is like a huge characteristic to to grasp or to to understand because whenever you want to achieve something, sometimes you just got to dial in with with inside yourself. You have to. Well... Yeah, you have to. And I feel like going back to the, like, trophy aspect of it, it's kind of funny because I feel like if anything is trophy, it's bodybuilding. It's mm-hmm. like the uh, the whole sport is so centered around, like, this unattainable physical package that we bring, like, one day <laughs> out of the whole time you spent getting it. And you have to destroy yourself to get there, Dan. Yeah, I mean, at times you do, but, like... The aspect of, like, putting everything else aside, like, you really see who's important and who's worth making time for. Mm. Because I just posted this, actually, a day ago. It it said um, that I'm not selfish. I just like to, like, work out, basically. And I feel like some of my family members, like, I think, think I'm a little selfish. Like, I hear that word come out of their mouth when they refer to what I'm doing and my goals and but it's funny because this is selfish health and fitness it should be it should be but it's like it's not selfish it really truly is self-care absolutely i think that competing yeah competing can be selfish but i think they just think like if you're like no i can't i have to work out you have to make yourself a priority because that's something that i'm struggling with like i was telling you i'm trying to like find a schedule it's like this is my first year um, as a competitor <laughs> working with other competitors and oh, yeah. as a competitor myself, right. I know 
like a lot of the time out of the day is dedicated to what I need to do and when yeah. I need to eat and when yeah. I need to do cardio and when I need to work out and when I need to pose and blah, 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 when I need to sleep. And then dealing with other people that are on that same schedule, it's hard to schedule because it's like, <laughs> this is when I have to do this. Well, this is when I have to do right, this. Right, so right. like trying to like move people around and still be, do what you need to do. You know, you have to, you have to put yourself first because there's always going to be another reason why you should put someone else first and just scheduling one hour out of the day to be like, this is my time to get what I need to do. Let's do it. Knock it out. And you can't feel bad about it because like you said, you have to like love yourself before even I get so many moms that are like, you're so inspiring. Like I, I wish I had the discipline. It's always, I wish I had the discipline and I'm like, <laughs> Discipline is created by repetition. Yes. Period. Uh-huh. And you have to start the repetitions in order to gain the discipline. You can't just be like, I wish I was disciplined because you know what? I don't really think of myself as disciplined. Like when I look at myself and I see what I've done, I'm like, damn, I am pretty disciplined. But well, then there's times where I'm like, damn, I am so undisciplined. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? And that's when you slip up once. Yeah. Yeah, you want to be hard on yourself. Yeah. Just like anybody else. And you're going to. Yeah. No, like absolutely. That's where the aspect of coming back into like being honest with yourself comes in. Oh, dear. 100%. And then you start to see. That's when you start to build these patterns of like, it's not necessarily a habit. Uh, like, a, it's, it's, not, it's a habit now because it's not, I know how I feel when I didn't do it. And it's almost like, no, I'm going to do it because I know I didn't like it when I didn't. Mm. Or I didn't, I didn't like it when I did. Like, mm. I feel better when I do this. And that's where like the the wellness aspect comes into like comes into it because yeah. you really start to see like when you're on a schedule and when you're having good workouts you're drinking your water you're getting good sleep how it really makes you feel right and then once you see that it's like that's not selfish that's everyone should be doing that yeah everyone should day be to day fitness as a uh-huh. priority mm-hmm. just like you get up in the morning and you take your vitamins like get up in the morning and get your workout in like, exactly it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but I mean, it needs to be a priority. And yeah, it's, it should be, a, it's, a, it's an essential. It's like, uh, I always say this, I guess, analogy or whatever, but it's, um, you know, you should be into your health and training and fitness just as much as you take care of brushing your teeth or taking a shower or those simple things that we need to do as human beings because hygiene more. is huge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Personally. Um, but... I'm like, oh, I need to get to the gym. I didn't brush my teeth. I'm going to the gym. (laughs) It's like, you never never regret working out. There's never a time where you're like, damn, I wish I didn't work out. Right. Ever. Yeah, especially even if the workout was bad because we have bad days in the gym too. But you still still come out saying that, well, I got to the gym today and that was awesome. And I did something to better myself today. Yeah. Um, But I've been also getting into like this uh, or talking about it a lot where it's, you know, how you said, Someone said, you know, I wish I was as disciplined as you. I think those things, uh, this I wish or this, you know, whenever people say that, it's, I don't get frustrated, but it does like. Yeah, me too. It bugs me a little bit. It bothers me too. Just because it's like, okay, it's like me saying, I wish I could be as healthy as you. Or I w-, like, imagine if you're talking to someone that has, you know, they are millionaire or whatever. And it's like, oh, I wish I was as rich as you. And it's like, okay, dude, stop wishing right. and just start working for it. Right. And it's like, you can be, there was a point in time where I wasn't disciplined and now I'm disciplined. There's a point in time where there's things that haven't been created, but someone took the initiative to create it and went through the mud. Now it's created. And now right. we have phones that are in touch with everybody around the world. And like, that's why we have these things. So, you yeah. know, all this wishing or dreaming, it's like, 
just start doing something, doing dude. And you, and it's not like you, they have to be like you tomorrow right, or like right, me right, tomorrow. Right. You can take time. It goes back to like the blocks, the building It's blocks. always the blocks. Like just start laying down the foundation. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like you just have to start somewhere. It's honestly like, <laughs> it's like Nike literally was like the first and best ever motivational quote. It's like, just fucking do it. Just do it. Like, I think that's just so it. honestly, that's like where my mentality has been like lately and it's kind of funny because, like, I mean, I would say my Instagram is basically, like, a prep diary. Like, that's kind of where it is. Like, if you look at all the way, if you scroll all the way down from the bottom, it's, like, my my audition process to the Texans to now. And it's, like, I just have been talking about, like, my preps or whatever, but... Well, that's what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, that's what I've been doing, right? But, like, I don't know. I just feel like... I don't know. I just feel like people just make it so I'm just so over talking right now that's kind of where I was like now this prep is just different for me because Instagram's always been like a tool of me like venting or talking about like all the struggles and all the shitty parts about competing and I love that I've like shared that but now I'm just at a point where I'm like I don't want to fucking talk about it anymore Right, right, right. because the more I talk about it the worse it is. I'm just going to get up. I'm going to fucking do it. And I'm going to be done with it. Right. Like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Right. And I'm like, I'm just over it. I'm just, I feel honestly kind of guilty. Like, to a point, I'm like, man, I need to be, like, updating my people. Like, they don't even know what show I'm doing. Like, nobody even knows what they're following. They're just like, they're just like, oh, you look great. When are you competing? And I'm like, you'll see. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, you know, like. But I don't know. I just, I'm just over like, like, I'm just over my excuses, everyone's excuses. I'm just in this place lately where I'm like, if you're unhappy, change it. Right. If you don't like what you're doing, do something different. Right. And if you don't, then stop fucking talking about it. Right. Because you're clearly not that unhappy with right. it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's it's like, like the boy who cried wolf. Right. You're going to keep and crying wolf. I feel wolf, like dude. that's a very rigid, like, aspect, but right. it goes back to like, it's annoying when people are like, oh, I just, I I have kids. It's, there's always going to be an excuse. Always. If this is something that is on your heart and on your mind daily that it's you want to do it, fucking do it. Just get it done, dude. Just get it done. Right. Wake up 30 more minutes earlier. Go to bed 30 minutes later. Like, And it doesn't have to be like this whole elaborate thing. Like 30 minutes in the gym. Just start building the foundation. Keeping the things. One day you're going to mess up. It's okay. The next day get back on it. Right. Keep those like little daily habits in check and it will just start happening. Dude, I had a guest speaker on, uh, Mandy, I believe. She uh, she got her she had got pregnant first for the, with, with the first kid. And they kept telling her, oh, wait until you have a kid. She had a kid, right? Still kept discipline after, right? Came back, bounced back, body back to where she was. Even better. Oh, wait until you have two kids. Had a second kid. Same thing, right? Came oh, back yeah. again even better and still progressing. And it's like, when do these things, the more you make excuses the more it becomes your life dude and it's like the more you start making this world of just like blaming other things than than yourself then you're always going to be blaming other things than yourself and then you're going to get to a point to where 20 years passes by and you're 40 or 30 or 50 or whatever and you look back and you're like dude i spent the last 20 years blaming other people and not doing nothing and and 20 years ago i said i wish or i would like Mm -hmm. Or I was dreaming of, and I never took not one step or not one action towards right. what I wanted, and now here I am, and, and the 20 years are gone. Yeah, it's depressing. Yeah, and when you think about that, that shit's scary. Yeah, well, me and my fiance right now have been like trying to financially plan, and I, 
was blessed to like grow up like pretty much with my finances always being taken care of for me even now like my mom files my taxes for me like all of that like grown up yeah. stuff sounds like very anxious for me it makes me like freak out Jeez, like, that's like adulting at its finest yeah. I don't like it I don't I just want to go to the gym like I'm yeah. I have anxiety and but it's true I mean he's like babe I want to be able to retire when we're like 45 like 50 like 55 at the latest like and that's gonna happen like that and I look back and I'm like I'm 30 I just turned 30 and I feel like I remember my 21st birthday like perfectly I'm like where did 25 6 7 8 where did all those where did it go and it's like so true that it like it time especially as you get older I feel like even just goes by faster right what it's already like May yeah I don't even know what the date is and I don't know you just have to like make shit happen and that's something that I'm really trying to learn too like I have a thousand calendars at my house I'm like this is this calendar this is this calendar it's like I'm trying to like live every day with intent like I want to be checking off lists right now and it's not something that I'm good at but I'm definitely getting better at it (laughs) there you go you know that's what it's all about man getting better at something you have to write things down too for me at least you have I have to write down oh I gotta write say it read it goals yeah I have to just remind myself I have a vision board at home Mm. and it's kind of funny because we me and my competitor friends um we made these vision boards um I don't remember when it was like January or something like that oh this year Mm -hmm. okay and like for the most part like there's some major things on all of our vision boards that we've already checked off like I checked off getting engaged it's funny I put I wanted to go to Mexico now I'm planning a wedding in Mexico um like just all these little key things mm-hmm. that have like flashed around on my vision board that are really happening. And like, I'm like super into manifesting right now. I'm like all like trying to like manifest my whole life. Cause it's true. It really is. You say it out there, man, it'll come, it'll, it'll, but you got to take the action. But, and you have to like, at first when you say it, you may feel like you sound crazy. Like, like there's no way. Yeah. Or just, self-doubt that you really are like and you may not be there yet Mm -hmm. you know you may not be where you say you're gonna be but like if you keep saying that you're gonna get there it just starts happening like i up until this year was like the first i knew i always wanted to go pro like i was like i didn't really know what that meant at first and then as i started competing more i'm like oh man like that's a huge honor like that's a huge honor to become part of the ifbb i would love to do that but up until this past year was like the first time where I felt comfortable out loud or saying on social media, like road to pro. Like now I can really see that. I can see that vision. Like right. I was saying, like you have to be able to see it down to like the details. I was telling my friend Jess, I'm like, I'm getting there, but like I still am struggling with certain aspects of like when I'm seeing that moment happen. I'm like, and now I have a suit color. It was like, I don't know what suit color I'm going to be wearing. Like you really have to see it like happening yeah like my last show i saw it happening and i saw it i still was so like calm in that moment everything was just where i was supposed to be like i felt like i had left everything on the table yes i had done everything i needed to do Mm -hmm. that was my moment whatever was gonna happen was gonna happen but i knew i did my job period that was it that's all out there i yeah everything was like manifested exactly what i imagined posing the routine the lights the judges my mom in the crowd my like coach like i could i can see everything uh-huh. still that's, and I, that's what i like visioned see and that's you know 
there has been uh, a few things that I have, I feel like, visioned in my life. And this, so I was supposed to start the podcast in 2019, and I didn't because I was, like, scared. Right. Scared as hell, dude. I was like, first of all, I don't want to hear my voice. Second of all, I don't, <laughs> want, I, I don't know if people are going to want to listen. And then third of all, I don't even think I'm smart enough for this stuff. Right, so all this self doubt and stuff like that. Yeah. So then, 2020 came, and this is before COVID, right? Because January is when I started it, mm-hmm. and um, and I just I just went for it, right? I was like, you know, I'm just gonna do it, and that was maybe probably one of the few times where I envisioned something, and I was like, you know what? You can see it. Yeah, like one day I'm gonna be talking to you know this person, or one day I'm gonna have this person on the show, and then you get them, and it's like, oh, dude, like this stuff is real. Like if you say something or do yeah. something and you want to really have it like it'll be yours yeah i feel like you have to be careful too um what you put out going back to like i'm so sick of talking like i feel like you're you're gonna have good days and you're gonna have bad days mm-hmm. and that's something you just have to know and you have to kind of be careful on those bad days like what you say out loud and i because that's something else talking right yeah. because then you're releasing that out yeah, that, that negative. Right, 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 right. And this sounds hippie, as, but no, dude, no, it's true. Yeah, I yeah. think it is. Like, I mean, I talk to my my competitor friends, and you know, just making small talk about like, oh, I'm so sick of all this cardio. I don't know if I can do this for eight more weeks. It's like, no, 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 get that shit out of here. Like, you're <laughs> going to do it. You right. have to do it. You're right. almost there. Just stop. Just stop talking and like, just accept it for when it's bad and. There's another day and just keep moving. Right, because that, all that negative energy can be you taking less action, which then could place you second exactly. or place you third whenever you could have been first right. if you just would have just went hunted for it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, don't leave any room for, for anything. Don't leave any, any room other than positivity, success, and just achievements, man. And you, and you just got to be okay with understanding that whenever you do fail, mm-hmm. that it's going to happen. Yeah. Like there's not one person out there that is extremely successful today or things that we use today, like our cars that we drive. Mm-hmm. There's not there hasn't been a time where the person who created the very first car, you know, went to create the car and there wasn't failures. Right. Like you just have to adjust to these things and, and learn from them, obviously, yeah. and then continue to take action because people fail and then accept it and then think, oh, this is not for me. When the, the continuous c- action part is key. Yes. Especially whenever failure is there. Yeah. That's hard to that's hard to grasp. That's been hard for me to grasp too. It is hard, but I feel like, like I said, you kind of have to just go back to what that feeling of like when you were doing it right and when you were executing. Like, yeah, you were on your plan. Yeah, you weren't. You were eating whatever. You were getting your. But truly, how did it make you feel? It made you feel good. Mm. Made you feel empowered. Made you feel in control. Mm. Made you feel at a. For me, I feel like very at peace yeah. when I'm executing what i need to be doing it feels good yeah it feels like it's a great feeling we're good when i feel like i'm behind on stuff no 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 that's when i start getting anxious so instead of looking at it as like i'm failing it's like how does that make you feel though Mm. like don't you like feeling like you're in control a little bit more Mm. than like get your shit together (laughs) so funny dude there's been times where like i like overwhelm myself big time like i'm like stacked with this and that and i have this going on and this is a deadline for this and I'm like thinking to myself, dude, I wish I just had a break. Mm-hmm. And then I get like a three-day break where nothing's happening. And I start getting like, dude, you something needs to happen. <laughs> yeah, so it's like if you already know that uh, these things are happening for you, it's, you know, it's always good to be someone – whenever I very first started doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. and um, I wanted to grow my clientele base, right? And, and I was talking to uh, a friend of mine and he said – you know, you're going to get to a point to where you're going to be overwhelmed and that's going to be a good thing. Mm-hmm. 
because then you're finally achieving the things that you want to achieve, right? Right. And then, um, and I thought about it, I was like, well, if you're overwhelmed, then you can be crappy as like your performance because you can't be there for everybody and stuff like that. But then I think it's like looking at sometimes negative things in a positive way. Right. You know, because a lot of that stuff happens in our life all the time where something comes to you, but it's... It all comes down to your out your choices, man. Like you have always, I feel like you always have two choices in any sort of scenario, and it's always going to create an outcome. And those right. outcomes are the ones that you have to deal with, either good or bad. Yeah, and I think one of the most empowering, like in, like, I don't know, just the, that part is the choices. Is like, yeah, whatever the choice may be, you are in control mm-hmm. of that outcome. Yeah. True or false, dude. But actually, there's something that like I've been I've been listening to this podcast and something that he says in it. It's a motivational thing. I kind of use it like when I don't want to go to the gym. <laughs> it's like 15 minutes long. I drive <laughs> and I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. But um, it says the reason that you're so uncomfortable is because you're not being the ve- the best version of you that you know you can be. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I've. I strongly feel is that when I feel out of sorts with what we're, you know, out of my, like, everything's just too much. No, no, no. Too much working out and this and that. And da, 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 da. Yeah. It's not that there is too much. It's that I'm not utilizing my time the best. Right. And I'm not, you know, being the best version of me that I can be. And that's what's making me uncomfortable. Right. It's not like how much I have to do. It's the fact of how I'm utilizing my time. Right. I'm not getting it done. Right. And I think like that quote has been sticking with me because it's kind of reminding me it's like, the shit's not too hard. You're mm. just not trying hard enough. Right. Oh, dang. That's kind of how I feel. That's it. Yeah. You know, because it's like, I've done it before. I'm like, I can do it again. Right. Like, it's not that you can't do it. It's just that you're being a little bitch. <laughs> dude, one of funny, besides that last part, <laughs> what I tell my clients all the time, dude, whenever they're hustling out there, I'm like, um, you know, we're doing four sets of like uh, lunges, dude, like far, right? Far. Right. And um, they're on the third set, starting the fourth. I'm like, dude, you've already done three, three sets. Like, you already know how the pain feels. Right. You already know what is you're what good. you're going to endure. Yeah, yeah, you already been through it, dude. So you're not going to die. You're going to do another one. Yeah. And this is only going to make you better. Get right. closer to where you want to be at. Right. So, uh, so, so, it's so funny you say that because uh, I tell them that all the time, man. I'm always, and I tell myself that too because if I'm telling them that, I need to tell myself that and I, I need to believe in it. So it's like, you know, I can't just preach and not lead by example. I need to also do that same because there's sure. people out there that do that same, that, uh, the vice versa where they don't they say you need to do that and they know they need to do that but they don't do it themselves then um you're just leading like false yeah people. and that's something that i've noticed like on my on my personal social media and instagram has mm. taken a shift is i feel like if i'm not in a headspace where i'm truly practicing what i'm preaching mm. i ain't preaching right i'm not gonna be talking because it's be hypocritical at the, at the at the end I'm getting back in my zone. Right. You know, I don't want to be that person that's always like, blah, 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 be better every day, keep going, grind mode, blah, blah, blah. Like, because it's just not, it's just not realistic. And that's, nobody, nobody is really like that. No. Nobody is really like that. Everyone is going, like, goes back to the discipline. It's like, there's days where it's like, I don't want to do shit, but it's like, just go. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, I don't know. I just don't want to be like, yeah, every, everything's great. Be so motivational. And everyone's like, you're, people are like, you're very motivating. I'm like, honestly, 
I use it as a tool to motivate myself. Mm -hmm. It's like kind of reminding myself that I have done this before. You can do it again. It's not like, this is what I can do. So can you. It's like, I'm not always in that place of like super high motivation. You just kind of have to dig deep. Always. And that's kind of when like those motivational posts come out. Yeah. Really when I'm digging deep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's not like I'm up on cloud nine. Really. It's like, I'm, I'm getting myself, I'm getting up there again, but yeah. Yeah, I, I think I say my best stuff sometimes whenever I'm either at like the all-time high or like I'm in like the, the mm-hmm. craps, right? And it's like... Yeah, you got to be at the bottom to yeah, get to the top. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. And I think those are the best times too. You know, if you have been unhealthy for 10 years, take those 10 years. Those are the ones that have taught you what not to do, how not to feel, what right. not to eat, what not to, you know, how not to move and you know, the lack of movement and the lack of self-care, what it does to your body. And now you can take all those 10 years and don't think of it as you throwing it away. Don't think of it as you wasting your life. Think of it as an experience that you can now lead to other people and right. share to the rest of the world how important your your health is. Or aren't you so glad that it's not the next 10 years? It's right. Like, I'm glad that they're over. Right, and it stopped it today. Honestly, like, you, you'd be surprised. Like, what, two weeks of consistency with nutrition and training can do it's just 14 days dude yeah it really and that's it's kind of funny because like with competing like i was telling someone this the other day it was like competing like time is like doubled (laughs) it's like i have two hours until my (laughs) next meal it's like versus like in real life it's like oh yeah we're gonna have dinner in two hours like okay cool yeah 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 what i mean (laughs) it's like you're like 59 seconds left okay let's go (laughs) microwave it but Like, I don't know. I just feel like whenever you... What was I just saying? I just went blank. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about food. (laughs) Are you hungry? I'm like, what time is it? (laughs) No. Uh, I believe, like, rushing something. Like, how you're always... uh, Yeah. Like, going back to, like, the... if If you look at it, when you're in a prep, sometimes, like, for me, it's like, I'm seven weeks away. It's like, that sounds like a long time. But I look at my countdown, and it's like... 47 days. I'm like, shit, I gotta go to the gym right now. Like, give me a Stairmaster right uh-huh. now. Like, uh-huh. it's like, wow, that if you look at it, like, just day by day, time doesn't seem as fast. You know what I'm saying? Right. When you're like three months of dieting. You're like, oh, it's only like, give or take, days, yeah, yeah, 90 days. It's not, bad it's not at all. that long. Right, right. But again, that goes to mindset, though. And I think that that goes back to experience. Oh, yeah. And, and whenever you, you know, even if you look at it a big time, even if you look at a year, mm-hmm. okay, I've been alive, going to be 27 years in August. So I've been alive for 27 years. That, that's, that's a long time whenever you look at one year. Right. So even if you were to, it's all perspective, dude. Yeah. Like if you were to take the next year to completely dive in. Like, you actually dove into your New Year's resolution. Like, you fucking went for it. Like, I want to. You went to the gym January 1st and you never stopped. Never stopped, dude. Never stopped. (laughs) You are still there. Like, I am one of the only New Year's resolutions that has never stopped. You know, but whenever you look at any sort of time span like that, um, and it's crazy because, you know, so I run a Shred 7 challenge and it's seven weeks long, okay? So, and the first week is intro week. So, we're just getting people situated. Learning. Yeah. Then six weeks is all, all out. You still get people. Who and I get it. You gotta juggle this with life. You gotta juggle this with your kids, with your your fiance, with your husband, wife, with your family, with your work, your business, your career, your school, whatever it is. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, 
you let's say let's say I had a Netflix and chill seven week program, and I was like, hey, check it out. First week we're gonna talk about shows and what we're gonna watch, and for the six weeks we're gonna dedicate an hour a day to watch one movie. That will get accomplished, and there will be no fallouts, dude. Sign me up. There will be people <laughs> on there like, dude. When is it next? Two movies a day. <laughs> is it possible that we do two a day? But whenever it comes down to doing something that is um, not something that we want to do, well, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard work. Exactly. It's hard work, and that's what the human body does not want to be in. Yeah. Because you have a nervous system for a reason, right? Oh. It tells you when pain arrives right. to stop. Whenever right. something burns too much to let go. Right. Or whenever stuff is getting too stressful or this and that, you need to back off and right. quit. But that's not how success is created. Sometimes whenever right. you do things on the other side or like whenever you have – so I jumped out of planes right when I was in the Army. So doing that is like almost like near-death experiences. Yeah. So like 37 <laughs> near-death experiences. But I've never felt so alive right. than doing something like that. Well, it's almost because like you have – it's kind of like – it kind of goes like back to dieting if you think about it. It's like – you have, you want what you can't have, and you're so close to like the option of having both that it's almost like you you're about you could die, but you also aren't. So you feel super alive, and it's like you're right there. But it's like same thing with dieting. It's like I want this because I can't have it. Boom! You're not dieting anymore. You have the option to eat. Well, I think I'm going to eat healthy. Yeah. It's kind of like that. It's like you have to put yourself in extremes in order to like learn and realize like. That you are alive. And that you yes. have all those options. There you go. Your life is full of options. You gotta live life on the edge too. You have to sometimes. Dude, you gotta, you know, life is, uh, you're so, you have decisions every day. Right. And what is scary is that most of these decisions are subconsciously created for you already. Mm-hmm. Like things that we do naturally. Yeah. And if whenever, and I talked about this recently too, whenever those things become, whenever bad lifestyle habits become natural, mm-hmm. that is like whenever you're like setting yourself up for failure, dude. If you right. always are around negativity and you tell yourself negative stuff and you always fail whenever you're on a diet and you want to eat that because you can't, but you do it anyways, then it's just going to be an ongoing circle. Yeah. I feel like just mentality, I feel like I'm learning right now is just. That will be forever. It's just so much more powerful than you really realize. And I think I realized that for the first time in quarantine. Like when I was competing last year through a quarantine, I realized that was my switch. I went, it was kind of weird. I went from, you know, you're competing in quarantine. You don't know when you're going to get out of quarantine. You don't know what's going on. And to work that hard every single day and not know, like, that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, like, there were days where it was a lot, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that whole thing affected everyone in a way that I don't think people even realize. Mm-hmm. But making – my coach told me um, we were kind of in this limbo of, like, are there going to be shows? Should we get off prep? What should we do? Should we keep dieting? And we decided to keep dieting. Well, because they canceled shows here. Like, they were canceling nonstop. Yeah. Yeah, because 2020 had a few shows. Because I trained, I also trained. And they wouldn't cancel them until, like, three weeks out. Yeah, and it's like, (laughs) bro, you can't do that shit whenever prep is, like, a longer time. You can't just tell us, like. It never stops. It's like, this is my whole life, night and day. So, like, let me know. And then whenever you get canceled three weeks out, then you're like, what's what's the best route to take? Right. What do I do? Yeah, so it was definitely an experience. But he, he basically was like, let's hold off um let's just wait until we hear something so we got off of it 
And then we decided we're going to get back on. We saw a light at the end of the tunnel. So <laughs> I started dieting again. But, like, mentally, I I still questioned the, are they going to cancel it again? Like, there, I, I still was So I'm like, not going to go too hard. Yeah. It was like, there was like a 98% of me in. And then there was 2% of, like, the what if. And so, long story short... We're, we're going back into prep, but we really don't know what we're prepping for. We're just trying to kind of get back into the groove of things. Just in case, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he, told, he straight up told me, he was like, you're not into it. He Like, I was doing all the cardio, the training, dieting, everything was to the T. He's like, you're not into it. And he was like, I can just see it on your body. And I was like, do you think I'm cheating on my diet or something? And he's like, cause I'm not. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, no, I don't know what you're doing, but I can just tell like your, your physical, your mentally is you're not in it. I can see it on uh-huh. your body. Like I can see how you were when you were hungry going into the show before it happened. And I can just see that you're not utilizing, you're going through the motions yeah. basically. And it kind of kicked me into the butt. And he was like, what happens if they put the show back on and you're going to wish that you were working right now? Instead of waiting. Mm. While everyone else is waiting, you could be working. And I was like, all right, you're right. So I got my shit back together. And literally, like, within a week, like, literally nothing changed except for my mindset. But my physique was like, what? Through the roof. Changed drastically. Drastically. Like, it was like, wow, you look like you dropped, like, eight pounds and who knows if it was just water weight or body fat. Who knows? But nothing changed except for, like, every rep counts. Like, mind-muscle connection. Like, everything was with intent. Like, there was nothing where I was just going through the motions. And I feel like you get so much more bang for your buck when you're really engaged and, like, you have, like, that very specific goal. And it doesn't have to be a big goal. Like I said, like, the big goals have the little goals that lead up to it so right. just checking off those boxes will get you there and you won't feel like a failure mm. when you feel like that goal is so hard and you have nothing there's this gray area in between mm-hmm. it keeps you on track and it keeps you keeping that day to day and the next thing you know it's going to be three months down the road and look what you just did right absolutely but the mindset just in general like if you tell yourself if there's like any question even if you try to, like, block it out, like, you're just not going to be as successful as you can be. Like, you really have to truly hardcore in your soul believe that you are going to do what you're saying you're going to do. And even if you say it out loud or not, you cannot let any of those voices telling you, yeah, but what if you get second? Right. Or what if you do? No, 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 no. Like, whatever's meant to be is going to be, but this is what you're coming for. Period. Yeah, because, Yeah. It ha- mindset is just everything. Absolutely. It really is. Oh, my God. Okay. Everyone right now, take take like a goal that you want and just say it out loud. Like whatever it is. I want to lose 10 pounds. Okay. I want to lose 10 pounds because of what? Or whatever goal it is, say it out loud and it'll it'll be yours. But you got to take the actions and the steps to do so because mm-hmm. I can say shit all day. Well, I think like it's like step one. It's like, it's like with an addict. It's like step one, admit you have a problem. Right. Say it out loud. What is like, it? Yeah. This is it. Step one, what is it? Like say the words out loud right. into the universe and then I see eat how shit that every makes day. You feel. Right. Yeah. And if it scares you, it doesn't mean it's too big. It just means you got a lot of work to do. Right. And be honest with yourself. Right. I'm lazy. 
You know, I self doubt myself all the time. Yeah. I don't love who I am. I still have like doubts that I have like subconsciously. Um, but you know, like I said, like I, I believe in myself enough to where I've gotten now. And there's one thing that I've always done. And that's if I set my goals, they're always really high, but so far I've achieved them. You know what I mean? So it's honestly, it's like, it's not that crazy. You have to live that goal too. Let's just say that. Like you can't just keep writing it down and putting it up on your vision board and wishing for it. Like you have to live that what what it is that you want, you have to live that. Yeah, be about it. It's like you have to kind of fake it till you make it. Right. I'm like big on that. Like you really have to fake it till you make it. Something I like tell tell with my cheerleading girls and the smiling and the voice and like all the the cheerleading things that a lot of cheerleaders are not like that. I'm not like that. I'm actually very like chill, like low key kind of bro. I don't even know what you want to hippie, if you will. (laughs) And I'm not like, yay, go team. But you have to fake it till you make it. If that's what you want to do and you want to be a cheerleader, you have to fake it till you make it. And eventually it will just, those things just happen. And it's not even like you intended to, it's just, you're putting out that daily work to make that thing happen. It's like, I have it written on my board, my whiteboard in my home gym. It's like, think like a pro, train like a pro. Pro mentality. Like, if you want to be a pro, you want to put yourself on that level, then you need to live like, you need to be one. Yeah. You're not going to be an amateur and go cross your fingers one day and hope that you get a pro card. Like, right. I need to be a pro, eat like a pro, sleep like a pro, train like a pro, think like a pro, and I will be a pro. Jeez. But if I'm thinking like an amateur, I'm not going to go pro. Yeah. Because once I go pro... I don't know if I'm going to compete anymore, honestly. Like, that's kind of my pinnacle. I want to become a pro. And if I decide to compete in the future, then I will. But I don't feel like my career of competing is going to be, like, checked off the box until I become a pro. And it's a big goal. And I know there's a lot of girls out there that will make me work for it. But I don't know. I just think that you have to just believe in yourself more than anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. Such a great way to, that's such a great way to put it. Yeah. Uh, 100%, man. If, so there's people out there right now that are struggling with, you know, a lot of things in life, obviously. We all do, right? Um, there are things that get very difficult inside of your journey, the process, mm-hmm. the, whatever it is. What kind of words of advice would you give someone right now that is going through the process, going through the journey, and they're in a funk, dude? They're just like, they're there, and it's like, I don't know how to get over this. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I, I don't know. This is for me. I want to quit. What kind of words of advice would you give them? I would say just keep working. No matter what. Just work dude. through it. Like if you feel like you need to cut down your workout times 30 minutes a day because you just are in a funk, just keep those things in your routine as much as possible and just keep working because one day you're going to wake up, you're going to feel great. You're going to be like, wow, I'm so glad. Yes. I kept going mm-hmm. because – that's something that I feel like is so closely tied with fitness. Again, it is so aesthetically driven. And this is something I was saying the other day. Lately, it feels so aesthetically driven. It's like you you rarely see people that go to the gym now that have or clients that have like yep. performance-driven goals. Yep. Yep. They're not performance-driven goals for the most part. Never. I 10 pounds. I want to build a booty. I want to – like it's all aesthetically driven. And I feel like – At the end of the day, for me personally, 
yes, my goals are aesthetically driven, but... Because you're a competitor. Right. But what makes me feel good about reaching my goals isn't the fact that I dropped five pounds. It's not the fact that I built more delt muscle or this and that. It's what it took to get there and mm. the daily, like personal challenges with myself that I wanted to not go, wanted to eat this, da-da-da-da-da, giving yourself breaks. And the fact that I don't do that and then I reach that goal yeah. makes me feel good. It's not the aesthetic driven. It's just the the daily part of creating those things and checking off those tiny daily boxes that makes you feel good about what you're doing. Yeah. That's it. You know? That was it's, it, man. It's not necessarily the like aesthetic thing that happens. Yeah, it's that's the sport that we compete in but what we do is not like for that one day it's not otherwise we wouldn't do it because it's our whole life right you have to really like dig deep at times and it sucks but you come out of it so much stronger right and with so much like just overall growth it's insane like i have a bunch of friends that are competing for the first time and it's awesome some it's a good them, feeling. You know, I mean, some of them are like, I cheated on my diet or right. I didn't get to finish. And it's like, it's going to happen. Right. But the best, my best advice is it does happen, but it's not about what you do. It's how you let that affect what you're doing tomorrow. Right. If you want to let yesterday affect what you're doing tomorrow, then I can't help you. Because right. Because that's over with. Right. And now you're in control and you're choosing to let some bullshit affect. Just keep going. Just keep moving. Keep Just moving forward, keep man. Just keep going. Hell yeah. Absolutely, man. If... If anyone right now who's listening wants to learn more from you or or just reach out and ask you questions or maybe get some coaching from you or whatever the case may be, where's the best place for people to find you? Um, Instagram at Princess Pump. It's oh, that's what I wanted to ask you. Why you call it? Why you call it Princess Pump? That's my name. <laughs> I'm Princess Pump. <laughs> I no, like it. So, That's why it's cool. So actually, that it's kind of funny because um, that name was created for Mario Kart in college. Oh, you just stuck with it. Yeah, it was Princess Pump instead of Princess. It was I was always Princess Peach or whatever. But <laughs> at the time, I was getting into my fitness journey. Like uh, I've always lifted, but this was like you know I was really getting meal plans and the whole thing. Right. And I knew like one day like I was gonna make fitness a thing. I didn't know what it was. It was going to be something. At the time, I thought I was going to do, like, fitness modeling. But, um, and so I was like, I'm going to be Princess Pump. And then that was my Instagram name. And then the journey just started evolving. And now I'm Princess Pump. And there's this, like, little girl who's, like, in Florida or somewhere. And she's actually Princess Pump, too, on Instagram. Uh-huh. But she's has princess with two s's oh so she took it she had it first i don't know what it means to her <laughs> but i've dm'd her and i've told her i would please appreciate if we could switch where i could have the two s let me just say two s she can get three because uh-huh. i always have to be like three s's and everyone's like what and i'm like oh, never mind you'll figure it out yeah because i'm pretty sure if you put princess pump with two s's you'll still pop up somehow maybe yeah just so princess pump on instagram three um, s's three s's and then if you need posing um, or need any personal training, I have my new account, which is work the box posing the boxes because on, when you're bodybuilding, you stand in the little box uh-huh. on the stage. So that's where that came from. So nice. at work, the box pose, work, the box posing. Nice. I like it. Yeah. I've been watching that too, man. What you're doing with these girls and it's cool whenever they, uh, whenever they do pose, how much, how much more you can see. And you know, I think it's awesome oh, yeah. whenever you crush that stuff. 
that's important. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so for everyone out there listening right now, if you grab any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your best friend, your gym buddy, your mom, dad, cousin, uncle, someone. The more people we get to listen to these episodes, the more lives we can all change together. And that's what we're trying to do here on the Trainer Livestrong Podcast. We're trying to inspire people to believe in themselves. But you already know how we do it over here. I'm your host, Coach Matt. Amazing guest speaker, Ainsley Parrish. There we go. And as usual, y'all, get out there. Train hard. Live strong. All right, everybody. Peace. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode of guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlifton.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.